Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Simpler communications. Today. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Welcome back, MD Nation, to the show on this beautiful Saturday night. You're listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. As always, I'm your host, Dan Mater, joined here with Chris Dowhauer. We're back with our DFS, our DFS show and our lock bets of the week. As always, we'll have Mr. Chaz Flardy. He'll be on the second half of the show to talk about the easy sports data, ways we can win you money. And in the meantime, Chris and I are going to go over our DraftKings lineup cards for our free MD's DFS contest. Look for the link in the comments below. If you're watching this on social media at BellyUpMDFF Show, or if you're watching the YouTube channel right now on the MD's Fantasy Football Show, please subscribe. Of course, we'll release this again on social media throughout so you guys can sign up that way. Invite yourselves. It's wide open. As many people as we can possibly get. It'll be running all the way through until I believe kickoff tomorrow. So make sure you check that out and watch this show because we're going to need some money along the way. Chris, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Excited about week two of football. Kind of get some clarity on what's going on this season because it's been the hell of a kickoff so far. Well, here's the thing we always got to remember, right, is that in the NFL season, week two, a lot of times can be the exact opposite of whatever the hell happened in week one. So don't be surprised if we're all have our jaws on the floor like, well, this is completely different than what we saw kick off the year, just in a lot of different directions. That's the beauty of fantasy football. Hey, if it was a... If it was all done by paper, it was all computer simulated, it wouldn't be any fun. So that's what keeps us on our toes while we're going through this thing, just like in DFS lineups, where you can kind of, I like having the DFS lineups as a side thing to my redraft, my dynasty leagues, because you can have a little bit more creativity, a little more fun with it. And if you're out, you still can win some money playing fantasy football. That's the beauty of it. So that's what we're going to do for you guys here today. Chris, you missed a good one yesterday. We had Murph on from Five Yard Rush. Guys, make sure you go back. Check out that episode because we're available on your favorite pod streaming app, iTunes, iHeart, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify. We're everywhere. So download that. You're going to want to listen to that as we talked about the Thursday night recap and, of course, the late Sunday afternoon previews, Sunday night and Monday night. And you still go back and listen to our episode from Thursday where Chris and I broke down the early Sunday matchups too. Make sure you get ahead on that. Okay, Chris, it's that time. Let's go through your DraftKings lineup card, buddy. 
Well, one of the good things about week two in the NFL season, particularly with DraftKings, is values are still had there to be had. So I'm going to kick it off and talk about the quarterback position with Dak Prescott, $6,800. I think it's nice value. You got a guy who basically was, you know, was incredible week on week a week ago on Thursday um, and has averaged 31 DFS points over the last, I think, seven games, I believe, that he started at the quarterback before his injury um, and since his injury. So Dak Prescott, to me, is a guy of great matchup versus the Chargers. People have been concerned about, you know, we'll look at what happened with, the, with Washington last week. Yeah, that's Washington. This is this is Dallas. This is Dak. So I like Dak uh, Prescott in my quarterback position. And that's also the highest over-under of the week, too, even higher than the Kansas City-Baltimore game. I believe it's at 55 right now. Spoiler alert, my, one of my lock bets has hit the over on that. Yeah, this is a game you're going to want a piece of in DFS 100%. So getting Dak Prescott, definitely a great way to start, I believe. I don't know if there's going to be too many other games you're going to want to hammer because these are the type of games you want to hammer in DFS. You want to hammer the games that are going to be high scoring on both sides of the ball because that's where you get the ceiling plays, especially when you get some value out of here, like Dak, shockingly, still is. Yeah, I mean, I think that you make great points. You always want to try to find the games that are going to be shootouts. And you want to try to get as many players from those games as possible. Um, speaking of, I don't know how much of a shootout it'll be, but I expect one of the teams that will be scoring, and that's the, with Chris Carson, my, my first running back, $6,100. Uh, had you know okay week last week, but it has a great matchup playing the Titans. Uh, Titans, we kind of saw, basically had no defense last week, and I think Chris Carson is going to be a beneficiary of kind of bounce-back week this week. We see him utilized in the rushing game. We see him utilized in the passing game. No, no penny to basically vulture any kind of touches from this guy. And this is one of the true feature backs left in the NFL. So for me, Chris Carson, $6,100 is well, definitely a play I'm looking to do this week. There's a few running backs in that range this week at the around the $6,100 mark that are pretty valuable. But I am bullish on Chris Carson, too. He's not in my lineup today. But I do have an RB9 on the week. Again, to your point, one of the few workhorses out there. No Rashad Penny to worry about. Travis Homer's a bum. DJ Dallas is a bum. I'm not worried about those guys. And I can't see how Tennessee is able to turn this thing around in just a week's time as far as defensively, maybe even offensively goes. But I think Seattle put up some big points at home here. Chris Carson might have a chance to run the ball out, but he has a safe floor and a high ceiling because he's a potential candidate for a touchdown or two. Yeah, not only the touchdowns or two, but as you saw last week, yeah, Chase Edmonds was definitely involved in the passing game, so you can definitely attack their running backs, their linebackers, I should say, with your running back position. And you saw teams kind of have a decent game. So I think the combination of the two, which you're going to see at Chris Carson this week. Yeah, 100%. I love the play. Um, my other workhorse back that we talked about is very few of me in the NFL. I like the matchup. It's Najee Harris, also around that range, cost $6,300. Um, Najee's got an opportunity to kind of show people, you know, especially people who were kind of disappointed the week one, this isn't Buffalo's defense. This is the Raiders. We saw Taysom Williams basically have a great game last week. We saw, you know, even Latavius Murray was involved in the rushing game, and he had basically nothing left. So to me, Najee Harris is a nice play. It's in Pittsburgh. Um, you have a team that's basically could be Swiss cheese. On, I, I hate their linebackers. I hate their, their interior defensive line. I think you definitely can attack it. And I think Najee Harris has got a guy who gets volume, both in the passing game and rushing game. So you kind of see my, my trend right here where I'm looking to get guys who are going to get you touchdowns, volume, but are also the workhorse backs. Yeah, I mean – if Tyson Williams was allowed to get a few more carries, I think he would have had a huge day. We saw how efficient he was, how explosive he looked against that Raiders defense. Don't be, you know, deterred or have a misunderstanding of what that Raiders defense is. It's not good. And Najee Harris, who gets 100% of the snaps, apparently, we knew he was going to be a workhorse. That's phenomenal. 
the workload is going to be there. I know it wasn't there last week. The workload will be there this week. He was actually in my lab. I wound up taking him out for somebody else that we'll get into later. But definitely love the matchup here. Love the workload that he's going to see. And don't get, don't get in your head about what the Raiders did on Monday Night Football. That's not the team that they are. But even if you do get that in your head, like you pointed out, you know, Taysom Language was all the way to a huge game. It still was pretty effective overall statistically. So you have the rushing game. The Ravens was very effective last week. So there's no reason Najee Harris can't you know, be very effective versus Raiders defense. Yeah, 100% agree with that too. Um, so we talked about kind of what we saw in week one and week two being very much different. So one of the guys that I'm looking at for my lineup is Mike Evans. Mike Evans is my other receiver, $6,100. I think this is probably the cheapest you're going to see Mike Evans for a long, long time after this week. Um, I expect him to have a bounce-back game. We kind of talked about it on our show. Um, you know, Bruce Arians is a kind of player – not Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is a type of coach and Tom Brady's type of player who looks to get guys who kind of were fought, forgotten about the week before or not as involved as you would like them the week before and make a conscious effort to try to get them involved and try to make sure that they feel good about themselves. So Mike Evans, to me, is going to be guys going to be heavily targeted, a fantastic matchup versus Atlanta Falcons and their Swiss cheese defense. And like I said, for $6,100, a guy who could probably get you 100 yards and possibly two touchdowns, I'm taking it. Well, don't forget that Dallas game. Trey Diggs is the only legitimate quarter the Dallas Cowboys have. And he was on Mike Evans that whole game. So there, it, was, it wasn't just that Mike Evans couldn't get open or this or that. There was no reason to go to him as often as the other two guys. There's nobody in Atlanta to cover anyone. To your point, they're going to make an emphasis to make sure Evans at least gets his, especially in the red zone. I think I'm one of the few analysts out there who have Mike Evans just inside of his top 12 heading into this week because everyone else is scared off with the workload that Godwin had Antonio Brown. I mean, I have all three of them in the top 20. I don't know if you can go wrong with any of them. But $6,100 for the guy that I think is still most probable to score a touchdown of that wide receiver group. Yeah, 100% love the play there. When you were talking about you in your show yesterday with Murph, and I think you guys kind of brought up that point, Mike Evans historically is not a guy who doesn't rebound well. Usually if he has a poor game or one of those iffy games, Second game back after that game, he's, yeah, he's lights out. So that's what you're pretty much looking for the trend as well. Um, so my other receiver position, I'm looking for some value and a bounce back as well, and that's Robert Woods. Robert Woods, $5,700. You know, we saw Cooper Cup have the big game. We saw um, Van Jefferson be involved to have the catch the touchdown bomb. You know, 84 yards and two touchdowns. So you have a lot of guys who you know kind of are down now. Robert Woods, where is he kind of falling the pecking order? Have no fear. Robert Woods will be involved in this offense all year long. You know, this is one of Dan's guys that he hyped coming into this season, one of his one of his top receivers that he really liked. You know, top, I think it was top 16 or top 14 you had Robert Woods on your I was at top 12. Top 12. So I look at a guy right now who we just saw Tyler Lockett light up this secondary. There's still questions about what, who's going to actually be playing on this Colts defense. More than likely, they're not going to have Rhodes again this week. There's possibility they're going to have Darius Leonard this week. So if you have those two guys out of there, and this defense is kind of exposed, you know, last week as it was, facing a very similar offense as they faced last week. I love Robert Woods' opportunity, $5,700. I'm definitely going to take that chance. And you love it too, especially in the PPR format. Xavier Rhodes is not going to play, so they're going to be down their corners again. We saw Lockett, we saw DK Metcalf both have good games last week. Rams, very similar system, 1A, 1B situation between a Cooper Cup and a Robert Woods. Assuming Van Jefferson and everybody else can score long bomb touchdowns, they're probably going to have to have a little bit more volume throughout their offense. So, yeah, Robert Woods, $5,700. I don't know if he's ever going to be that cheap again, especially in a PPR format. Go after him. I said all year long he's going to be more viable in the red zone. While he didn't have a great statistical line, did have a touchdown last week. 
Matthew Stafford looking to get all the key guys involved will be able to do so in this game. Should be a tightly contested game, so I don't think they're ever going to have to just turn things over to Daryl Henderson at any point either. So that's going to be good, too, for Robert Woods. I like to play. At my flex, I'm going with a guy that I really liked when I saw last week, and I think he's going to continue versus the Vikings, and that's Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds comes at $4,900. I believe on your show with Murph yesterday, like you were talking about, was one of the guys you guys both seem to like a lot, too. Um, she means Chase Edmonds at $4,900. is a guy that we talked about. He can be involved in the passing game. We know that for sure. Now you're questioning, will he, how many carries will he get? It's the Vikings. I don't know how it really matters. But I think this guy could be explosive. We see Joe Mixon be really, really effective out of the backfield last week. I think Jesse, Chase Edmonds has an opportunity to kind of bring multiple things to this game. And talk about a game that could be close. I think Arizona could probably, probably, is probably favored decently in this game, but the Vikings aren't going to go away, particularly offensively. So they're going to be putting pressure on this offense to basically keep moving the ball and keep scoring. Chase Edmonds, to me, is one of those guys that people are kind of forgetting about. And I think he's got great value in the flex. He's got the explosibility, and he's RB17 for me. So you're not going to get any argument for me, especially you know with that. Uh, James Conner looks like the same old James Conner, inefficient with his carries. I think it might not be before long Chase Evans is getting plus – you know, plus 50 carries along with the overwhelming majority of the passing down work could be as soon as this week. And if it is back and forth, and I expect this game to be one of the shootout games of the week, you're going to see a lot of Chase Evans. So I like to play. I want to shout out to Travis Sumter for, for joining the show. He said, great call, Chris. I think he was referring to your Robert Woods pick uh, for that one. So Travis, thanks for joining in to the show. Go ahead, Chris. Thanks. Yeah, so then I also moved to my tight end position. Looking for some opportunity and looking for some value. So I look at Noah Fant, $4,200. You know, he's not one of the top-tier tight ends, but you have a base, a big injury with Jerry, Jerry Judy going to be out for multiple weeks. They're playing at Jacksonville Jaguars, so that's always exciting. And I think that you look at a matchup where Teddy Bridgewater is going to look for that guy who's a short underneath kind of safety valve. I kind of, I do, you know, have some concerns, as a lot of people do, about Noah Fant's opportunity to score touchdowns. But one thing you can't worry about for him is getting volume. He's been very much targeted since he's come out. You know, I had 11, 12 targets multiple times last year. This guy's going to be a little bit one of the featured parts of their offense. We still kind of see where Cortland Sutton's kind of getting back into shape and rounding out. You know, Tim Patrick's there, KJ Hamler's there. But we always know Teddy Bridgewater likes his security blankets, likes his tight end position. So for me, Noah Fant, $4,200 versus Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm taking that chance. Love the volume he got. Love the volume he got last week, and that only gets more consolidated now with Jerry Judy out. He's top targeted guy last week in the offense. Yeah, and of course you you love you love the fact that he's playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars, where anybody on this entire team can score. Uh, Travis talking a little smack, saying he joined the DFS contest this week. First of all, thank you, Travis, for doing that. You guys can all check that out. Hit the links; it's all in the uh, comments wherever you're watching this at social on social media at Billy MDFF Show or on their YouTube channel. And talking a little smack, saying he's going to take us all down this week. We'll see about that, Travis. We'll we'll, we'll see. I like, I like the once, confidence, though. I like the confidence. And once we get through my lineup here in a bit, uh, I will announce who the winner was from week one and what they won. So, God, Chris, continue. Yeah, so then following my defensive position, I'm going with Neuron Saints. I'm kind of surprised they're still $3,100. This is what I like about early DFS leagues. You can still get a lot of value, especially with guys coming off great weeks. Saints defense was lights out versus Green Bay last week. I know there's some questions, but they do get Gilmore back this week. They're, they didn't really lose anything. There's some, you know, a couple guys going to be out with Quan Alexander and Davenport, but they didn't rely on them last week either. So these are the defense playing Carolina. Um, we're both not very big fans of Sam Darnold. I think he's due for a butt fumble or just a you know, poor play in general. Um, and I like the Saints kind of front versus this offensive line that's very questionable at best in Carolina. 
So I'm going with the Saints for $3,100. I'm looking for a turnover, too. I'm looking for multiple sacks. I'm hoping even for a touchdown. So here's a cool thing. This week, we don't have any of the same players, so this will make that interesting. But two of the players you mentioned, and now it was first it was Najee Harris, now the Saints defense. I actually took out of my lineup at one point to replace it with somebody else. So we'll get into that. I want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors, though, first. So we'll come back on the other side, and then I'll give you guys my DraftKings lineup card to make sure you stay tuned. Mr. Chaz Flory coming on the second half of the show for our Lock Bets of the Week. So everybody stay tuned to the MD's Fantasy Football Show, and we'll be back right after this. The NFL is back in action, and so is winning season at MyBookie. With over $500,000 in contest prize money, winning season makes the big games better and the victories even sweeter. Head to MyBookie.ag and choose from a variety of boosts, contests, and promotions up for grabs, highlighted by the crown jewel of winning season, the famed MyBookie Super Contest. And it only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. If you missed out on week one, don't even sweat it because entries are still open and all it takes is one solid week to get you back in the mix. Don't just take my word for it. Join now and start your winning season with MyBookie today. In order to get you started, make your first deposit at MyBookie.ag and use promo code MDFANTASY to instantly receive double your deposit. That's double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using promo code MDFANTASY. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Hey, yo, we are back, MD Nation. You're watching the MD's Fantasy Football Show or listening to it, whatever the case may be, because we're available streaming live on social media at BellyMDFF Show. We're available on YouTube, the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Subscribe to that, and we're available on everyone's single one of your fi- favorite pod streaming apps. Oh, by the way, tomorrow from 12 to 1, We'll be on the Unhinged Radio Network, unhingedsn.airtime.pro. Make sure you check us out then. We'll take you all the way up to kickoff with our preview for your lock bets then as well. All right, now it's time to get into my lineup card. Chris had a great one. I like it. I also like the fact that we didn't have any of the same guys this week, so this will make it really interesting. We do attack the same games for the most part, though. So we attacked, you attacked uh, the Chargers-Dallas game with Dak. I'm attacking it with Justin Herbert. And I'm going to just say I'm comboing that with Mike Williams. Herbert is at $6,700. Mike Williams at $6,100. Now, the reason I go Mike Williams instead of Keenan Allen is because I rather I think they're both going to have great games. And I just want to take the cheaper one of the two because I think it could wind up being similar. They had similar volume last week. Mike Williams has the bigger play capability. Although, I'm going to be honest with you, I wouldn't be shocked if Keenan Allen walked away from that game with 17 targets tomorrow. That, that wouldn't surprise me at all. However... I'm going to go with Mike Williams in this instance to save a little bit of money, go with the cheaper combo, but I didn't stop there. I went with Jared Cook at the tight end position at $3,900 too. I love the eight targets that he had last week. I know Austin Eckler will get mixed in a little bit more, and I expect him to be mixed in a little bit more in the passing game this week as well. But I think in this game, with this volume and the scoring that I'm expecting, I think everybody will get an opportunity to eat. Jared Cook at $3,900 too cheap to give up for a guy who knows this offense has a significant role in a big time scoring game. Give me the Herbert Mike Williams, Jared cook combination three way. Yeah. Very interesting move, but also very smart. Cause like, you know, you pointed out the matchup. We saw the Cowboys basically get lit up by Tampa Bay last week. One of the big beneficiaries was definitely Robert Krowski. People kind of forgot about he was spectacular. You saw the two receivers, Godwin and Brown, have great games. So there's no reason Keenan Allen and Mike Williams can't you know, be, definitely eat 
uh, Justin Herbert as well. He, you know, Tom Brady was ridiculous in that game. So I think that's a good matchup. I like the Mike Williams play because I think you pointed out, you know, you're looking for the cheaper guy. You're also looking for a guy who scores touchdowns. That sometimes can be questionable about Keenan Allen. The volume can be there for him, but he's not necessarily the big play person like you talked about. It's also the red zone guy like you talked, you know, kind of thinking about. So Mike Williams is kind of featured in both those things. I like his upside this week. I do too. That's why I put my lineup. But yeah. <laughs> so I went with Nick Chubb at the running back position for a couple of reasons. Now, Dalvin Cook's actually my number one running back on the week. And I wanted to go Dalvin. But Nick Chubb, for a guy who's playing Houston and could go as bananas as anybody in a tournament, only $7,800 for a guy who really should finish at least in the top three, if not have the opportunity to finish number one against Houston this week. Yeah. Nick Chubb was a hard guy to keep out of my lineup. The only reason I did is because he didn't get really targeted in the passing game, so I was kind of concerned about that. But you're right. Nick Chubb could be the top three guy in the first half of this game because, you know, we look at the defense as basically atrocious. We look at an offense that was really on – was you know, really working well versus the Chiefs last week. And I think that you're going to see Nick Chubb continue to be very effective. One of the better running backs the last couple of years. He's definitely effective when he's healthy and out there. And this is a great matchup for him. Like I said, my only concern is a little bit of being involved in the passing game, the cream hunt factor, but Nick Chubb can easily be one of the most solid backs you can play in a DFS lineup this week. I think you're guaranteed to get production. Yeah. And then, you know, I know last week I said, I don't think you're going to be able to win a DFS contest without having Christian McCaffrey in your lineup. This is the week that you can't because there's one thing you have to keep in mind. Christian McCaffrey tends to have his worst games against the Saints. So that's why I wanted to decide to stay, it was stay away from that at the $9,900 price tag that he was at because there's other guys with a lot more value and some really juicy matchups this week. So kind of just keep that in mind a little bit if you're looking to try to plug him. Not that you can go wrong with Christian McCaffrey, but this may be the week that you don't necessarily have to have him in there and you can build out a better lineup all throughout elsewhere with the value that you save. Talking about value, Javante Williams, he's my RB22 this week. Playing against Jacksonville, I have him one spot ahead of Melvin Gordon. I'm not worried about Melvin Gordon. I think both of them could wind up having 100 yards and a touchdown against this defense. We saw the entire Houston running back backfield score a touchdown against them last week. Only $4,400 coming in my RB2 this week. I thought he was $4,200. Um, 40, 40, 40, 40, yeah. 40, 40. Okay. So I got to disagree with you, Johnson Williams, to, you know, for sure. In my notes right now, I have a couple of guys that I wrote down that, you know, possible value picks to kind of think of just in case you're trying to squeeze them Christian McCaffrey into your lineup. Javante Williams at $4,200 is an outstanding value. And I think you look at a guy that you have, you know, nothing but upside. You may be a little disappointed in what happened last week, but the Giants running defense isn't bad. They're pretty productive, you know, overall this week against the Redskins in Washington, as you kind of saw. So for me, Javante Williams is a guy that, you know, you're playing a team that he can basically explode against. I, I think he's going to continue to get the volume. Even if there is a share, a share, it doesn't affect him. He's going to get 15 to 17 touches easy. Right. And against this defense, we've seen how effective, you know, how horrible this defense actually is. And I think he has got nothing but upside. And he's involved in both the rushing and passing in the kind of switch series. It's not one of those things where you got a certain role and you have a certain role. This is a guy that kind of means involved in all three phases. So I'm excited about Javante Williams. I think it's a great player. Thank you. Thank you. And I wanted to go back to the Chargers-Dallas game because I couldn't help myself. Chris Harris is not going to play for the Chargers. Michael Gallup is out for the Cowboys. So give me CeeDee Lamb at $6,400. Absolute steal this week. 
The targets are getting consolidated between him and Amari Cooper. They have a plus matchup this week with the Chargers. Again, hammering back to that high over under this week. Give me CeeDee Lamb. $6,400. Couldn't believe he was that cheap. Yeah, I mean, as you pointed out, CeeDee Lamb's a beast. I think this is the guy that you're going to see be very, very productive. And I think that that price is a great price. Um, I, I want Deontay Johnson at the same range because I thought he was a guy that could be heavily involved in, in the rate versus the Raiders. But I think this is a game where you look at C.D. Lamb's going to, like you said, he's going to have the targets. He's going to have explosiveness. He's utilized in the red zone. He's utilized all over the field. So I think it's a wonderful matchup and I think a great play. I go back to the value, Trey. And I take somebody that I think is going to be contrarian play this week because he burned a lot of people last week. That's Marquez Callaway, $4,200, going up against Carolina, a much easier matchup. There's no top corner in really Carolina that you're worried about as far as this game is concerned. And remember, while he didn't have the targets you were hoping for, he had 51 snaps to Deontay Harris's 27 as the second-highest snapped player. He was out there on the field as the number one receiver. The targets just didn't go his way. There's going to be more than 23 pass attempts, I believe, out of Jameis Winston in this game. I think you can count on Marquez Callaway for a big play. I like him to bounce back as that sleeper guy, and I think it will be a contrarian play for you guys this week because he burned so many people last week back on the Marquez Callaway train of $4,200 on DraftKings. Yeah, and he shouldn't have burned you last week because it wasn't a great matchup, and we kind of warned you about that. But as you pointed out, the volume is definitely going to increase this week. There's no way Jameis Winston is going to be only throwing 23 passes. There's no way the Saints are going to be up by 35 points after the second quarter. So of all those different factors, I think that you have basically a great game that plays out for him. I think you have a wonderful value for $4,200. And he pointed out, you know, you're not really worried about the secondary. You saw Corey Davis had a nice game last week against the secondary. So there's no reason you can't see um, Marcus Callaway do the very same thing. And I'll tell you who else is going to have a great matchup and a bounce back game this week. Give me some Justin Jefferson at $7,400. Don't, don't look at that Tennessee game and take anything away from it when it comes to the Arizona team. Okay. Don't, just don't do it. Minnesota is in a better situation than they are. I don't think Chandler Jones is going to get five sacks by himself again. And Justin Jefferson having a little bit of a disappointing week one gets a great matchup here because there's nobody in that secondary in Arizona who can cover him. I expect a big play, at least one big play, if not more. I expect the volume to go Justin Jefferson's way this week. I have him as a top 10 wide receiver, $7,400. Might be a little bit of a contrarian play because he didn't have the big week one all over Justin Jefferson in my flex this week. Yeah, and if you are watching that Tennessee game and you're kind of think that Arizona's going to be able to do the same thing, the one big thing you're going to see differently is when, when the Vikings fall behind, they have the offense to catch back up. They're used to kind of – and a big part of that usually is Jefferson's involvement. We, we see the, a Tennessee team basically still trying to figure itself out and find its identity. The Vikings don't have that issue. They do have right. a poor offensive line, so you could see you know the sacks and if you see Chandler Jones in that backfield. But it doesn't matter. That's what the Vikings are used to. It's Adam, Adam Thielen and Josh Jefferson are the primary beneficiaries of all those kinds of matchups because – Vikings will always come back. Kirk Cousins is the, you know, the king of comeback in garbage time. So these are guys who are always going to be beneficiaries of that. I think Jefferson has a nice upside this week. And I expect Dalvin Cook to be more effective, therefore play action to be more effective, therefore more bombs, particular to Justin Jefferson when that happens too. So that's what I'm leaning on and they're going in this game. And then last but not least, the reason I took the Saints out of that lineup is because I went back to the well. I went back to the Pittsburgh Steelers for the second week in a row against the Raiders. No Josh Jacobs in this game. I think the Raiders are going to have a huge emotional letdown after pulling off the big upset against the Ravens last week. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense showed you against the Buffalo Bills. They are still for real. They are still ferocious. 
Give me all of the Pittsburgh Steelers defense this week at $3,000. Yeah, good value. They're playing in Pittsburgh, and we've seen the one-dimensional team such as Buffalo Bills last week, how that turned out for them. Raiders are going to be a one-dimensional team this week, so I think there's a good upside and good play there. Guys, remember, it's a free DFS contest. What you win, if you win for the week, you have to beat Chris and I. That's going to be a big competition, and everybody else is joining it, too. But if you win, you're going to win one week free of the easy sports betting data by Mr. Chaz Florida, who's going to be on here in a little bit. And you'll be eligible for the September giveaway for a championship football from championshipfootballs.com, also from Mr. Chaz Florida. That's why he's our big, call him Papa Benefactor here of this show. He's a, he's our guy, bringing it all in for us, all the prizes. But that's going to go down. Now, here's the winner from last week. Miss MCAT, Emily. MCAT, Emily. She is the winner of week one. We already sent her her easy sports betting data. Hopefully, she's putting it to good use this week. Going to win some money off of that. And she is the first contestant eligible for the September giveaway. There's going to be two more. There's two more weeks. There's this week and next week that's still in September. So make sure you guys are tuning in. Join it. it com- the link is in the comments on social media at Show. We'll, we'll post it again tomorrow, but go down to the comments right now if you're watching this. Join it. It's free, absolutely free. All we want is your participation. So what we're going to do is get a word in from our sponsor. Come back on the other side. We'll have Chaz Florida. We're going to talk about some of our lock bets on the week and some of the easy sports data nuggets that we have for you guys. So stay tuned on the MD's Fantasy Football Show. We'll be back right after this. You can get championship footballs at championshipfootballs.com. They offer a one 100% money-back guarantee on every single souvenir football that they sell. It's the coolest present that they'll open that day, guaranteed. There's nothing worse than trying to find the right gift for somebody that already has everything. Whether that special present is for a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan or an Alabama Crimson Tide backer, maybe Gramps a lifelong Dallas Cowboys supporter, or your brother-in-law is in LSU Tiger territory. Know a member of the Baylor Alumni Association? Is there a better Father's Day gift for someone who's a Kansas City Chiefs fan? Send them the coolest present they'll open that day, guaranteed. Now, if your favorite pro team is the Buffalo Bills or those Minnesota Vikings, well, we're sorry about that. Also, if you're a New Mexico State Aggie or a Tulane Green Wave alum, not much they can do. After all, the name isn't nice effort. You had a pretty good season. Footballs.com. The name is championshipfootballs.com. The coolest president they'll open that day guaranteed. You're listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Welcome back, MD Nation. Welcome back to the show. You are listening and watching the MD's Fantasy Football Show on social media at BellyUpMDFF Show or on YouTube, the MD's Fantasy Football Show channel. Subscribe to that as soon as you can. I'm Dan Mater, of course, here with Chris Dowhauer, and now joining the show, Mr. Chaz Filardi. Chaz, how are you today? Gentlemen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Hey, I have a quick comment. So I laugh because this is sports betting in a nutshell. Dan said, I got burned. Chris said, well, we told you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's an opinion. I was talking to a guy today. This guy, uh, he got it. This guy got it. And I was saying, before the game, they're just opinions. After the game, they're they're facts, but only about half the people care. (laughs) Because don't you love watching your highlights when you win? Absolutely. Uh, you don't want nothing to do with watching your highlights and see you lose again. Those never happened. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we omit those. Yeah, so I, I am doing well, but uh, it, if it was Emily, correct, was the winner? Emily, yes. And Emily her, her user handle was MCAT on DraftKings. Her name is Emily. Uh, I'm not going to give the full name, but know, she but is she, the winner she, week one. She. I was under the impression she also got the CFL data. Correct. She got both. She got the okay. CFL data and the and easy sports she data. She got up this morning, and I don't know where Emily is, but if I was able to get up before. Nashville, was, actually. Tennessee. Right, so she's in the middle of the country. She should yeah. have been able to get up. She should have watched to be determined, and she would have took that CFL data, saw what we saw for the sixth straight game. How many games have they played? Six. For the sixth straight game, BC in the second half under parlay hit. Six in a row. How about if you let that ride? What would that be? Who's the mathematician? Throw a $20 bill on a two-teamer. You got 52. Then 52. Tur- yeah, you know what I mean? For six times. That's what data does. It shows you stuff you can't see because this data is nowhere else in the world but for Emily. Well, and, and by the way, so she wins that because she wins our contest. And you can go ahead and check out our contest, the MD's DFS contest. But you don't have to win the contest to get the Easy Sports data. 1650, just a low price of 1650 on bellyupfantasysports.com. Sign up on the form, send us the payment. We will send you not just the easy sports data for that upcoming week of the NFL, but complimentary because of Chaz is so generous. You'll get the CFL data as well, and you'll be able to win bets like that. That's a complimentary issue with these sports betting data for the NFL weekly. And Emily knows if she hit it that it was a dog. Now, this happened yeah. this morning on two. Be determined because when you wake up in San Diego, especially, it's really early before college football starts. You're kind of groggy. You have no idea what you maybe, you know, maybe you're going to wake and bake. Maybe you're going to have coffee. I do both. The bottom line is you have no idea what your weekend's going to. And I've had some monster weekends, as you guys have, but monster weekends are so much fun. It's hard to go to sleep. It's like if you remember being a little kid at Christmas. That's what it's like going 12 and 2 on Saturday. It's the same feeling. And that's what we could do with the esports betting data. Look, it's a lot of great nuggets. It's broken down, very easy to read for you guys. That's why they call it the easy cheat sheet. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be worth it. So, again, bellyofantasysports.com. Sign up. Just a low payment of six. And as I mentioned week. To you guys last week when we were talking about the Houston Jacksonville game, remember that discussion? Yes. What I told people is, 
This isn't handicapping. This isn't opinion. Handicapping is 1,000% opinion. What you do, what you use to get your handicapping opinion is your own thing. It could be facts. It could be watching the games. If you watch every single game, you know who should win and who could win. And the ball is shaped funny. In football, that ball being shaped funny changes everything. That's why eight and a half points is the greatest amount of points you can have in any game. It's really a cool thing. To, but it's just facts, guys. It's just facts. Now, what we're seeing after two, three, four weeks of the truth coming out, these are the facts, is you'll see the teams that did it last year are doing it again this year. Whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. You don't care. I'm betting against Long Island. And the reason I'm betting against Long Island, God bless Long Island University. They're playing football against real football teams, but they weren't even on our easy sports data last year. Okay. <laughs> and I'm betting against UConn. And I'm hitting that two teamer almost every week because when I look at the data, what does it say about UConn? It says nothing but losers. So if you like the NFL data and you like the CFL data, you got to hit up Second Half Jazz on Twitter because you'll love the CFL data. Or the what did you hit today, Chad, besides those two? The NCAA data. Say that again? I said, what did you hit today on the well, NCAA uh, besides uh, those two? As I do every Saturday, I get, I get kind of jiggy with it. I got a, 11 plays that come in. And by the way, Chris uh, – Next uh, Saturday morning, don't make any plans. You're my wake and bake guest. <laughs> <laughs> if not, let me know early in the week. But so I bet I bet my guys plays. If you okay, if if the guy next door is a better carpenter than you, who builds your desk? You you build it or you have the guy next to you build it, right? These right. guys are better than me. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm a fairly good handicapper, and these guys are better than me. So yeah, so Wes is on a roll. Another Canadian football dog. That, but again, six times in a row that parlay hit. And we got a tie to the second half of the 645 start with that second Canadian game. In the last, in, in all the games this year, the second half parlay, the, the four-teamer of those two teams, so it's BC and Winnipeg and the under in the second half, that four-teamer has hit every week but one. Now that you couldn't roll. We, we laughed about it. That would be nice. You hit a four team or let yeah. it roll, let it roll, let it roll on the same four teams. You don't even have to tell the guy at the window. Just same thing, please. Same, same teams. Everything's the same, you know. Um, by the way, to check out to be determined, to check out TBD, 11 a.m. every Saturday morning on Belly Up Fantasy sports so and we appreciate you guys giving us the love because some people are you know marijuana scares them canadian football scares them soccer scares them data scares them and that's my whole show those four you know what doesn't scare me chaz money chance to make money doesn't scare me so i think yeah, that you go, scare you're me. different you get it you get it yeah. you always have. And that's, that's why 11 a.m at belly of fantasy on social media you can catch that show every single saturday morning and get some winners chaz let's get in some winners for tomorrow, if you have any, uh, all, all ready to go for well, the training the data. You want to go off the easy sports data or yeah, you want well, to I'm lead off tell the you, game? I, and I thought about it today. Oh, my God. So here's how it worked in the past. I looked at college football, and only when I was done with college football would I look at NFL. And if you go back and watch some of the shows last year, I'll tell you, I, I really don't have my place for Sunday. But because all the reports for easy sports data have to be done by Tuesday night, when I go to bed, you're ready to rock. I got no choice. 
It's done. My handicapping is done. So I am in some contest, and I am still alive in a survivor contest, which, oh. well, let me tell you, for a lot of you guys, that doesn't mean a thing, but I almost <laughs> always get knocked out week one. And that's what, I had. that's what I had week one. Tampa Bay only losing with, like, a minute left in the game. And I'm thinking, I am the cursor survivor. <laughs> am. And what do I always tell you guys? Sometimes I'm thinking maybe I should just get on the freeway I'll cruise up to Carlsbad or something. And when I get up to about 75, I just crack that window a little, put the $20 bill up. It gets sucked right out the window because that's normally what my survivor pool does week one. But now I'm feeling comfortable, and I went with Seattle this week. That's a good pick. After what we saw out of Tennessee a week ago, Seattle really looking strong. They were on the road against what I think is going to be a very good team, potentially a playoff team. So, yeah, I like that pick, too. Uh, at Seattle, one of the bets that I'm going to be making as well this particular week. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up here. Chris, what do you think about the Seattle-Tennessee game? Oh, yeah, I think that's a great pick there. I mean, the whole team's going to play at home. It's always good at Seattle. And a team that Tennessee's trying to kind of still figure out what their identity is. Tough matchups, especially the offensive line's really been struggling. Seattle's line's been coming alive on the other side. They can get pressure on Ryan Tanhill. They can kind of limit the run. So I think they got a great upside and a great chance to win this week. So, so I'm sure Chaz will have some other ways to bet on this game. But for me, right now, Seattle, minus six and a half. I'm all over that. They have the second highest over-under of the week at 54, right behind the Dallas Char- Chargers game. I like, I don't know if I, I, I got to see Tennessee actually click on offense. So I don't know if I like the over-under here. Well, uh, I, uh, there you go. We talked about this this morning. It was with Mo on the okay. morning segment of Something's Gotta Give. Because there is... Uh, opposite trends in that game. Tennessee on the road in their last seven regular season games have gone over six, while Seattle at home uh, in their last six games in regular season games have gone under the number. So something's got to give. You can't it, it can't be over and under. It's got to be one or the other. So where do you go if you like Seattle? You got to think under, right? If you like Seattle, you're probably going under. And I do like Seattle at minus six and a half, which is what the line is set at right now. I do think they should be touchdown favorites heading into this game based on the woes of the offensive line that we saw at Tennessee a week ago. And defensively, they look like they had no answers. Yeah, I agree. So let me give you a quick rundown. If you didn't watch To Be Determined this morning and you're on the West Coast, I have no problem. However, you could kind of find it after the fact if you really wanted to, but uh, Hector has tomorrow Phoenix Rising, San Diego Loyal, and he has Chivas tonight. Oh, my goodness gracious. I think I forgot to bet the Chivas game today. So I'm going to keep talking. Uh-huh. So you, you hop on that. We got you. We're going to go move into some other games. Uh, Chris, I, I mentioned this before. We'll just reiterate it. The line actually moved a little bit to even more uh, beneficial. But one of my locks this week, Cowboys Chargers, the over-under. Now it's at 54 and a half, not 55. So I like it even more because I was already on the over at the 55 mark. Is, are, do you feel that way too? Or do you think we're going to have some kind of letdown in this game somehow? No, I think this game's going to be a high scoring game. You, you have teams both play with pace. You have both teams looking pretty good on offense last week. You know, I know the Chargers didn't let up the scoreboard, but they offensively, they were moving the ball effectively easily. So I think this game's going to be a high scoring game. I think that over is definitely where I still, especially when it's coming down a little bit. I think it's definitely something that's going to be in the 30s. And I, I think both teams, honestly. So I think, yeah, I think this is a good bet to kind of make. You definitely go the over. And that's where I'm going to be on that game because the, the line is set at a minus three in favor of the Chargers. It's in L.A. I don't know who wins this game. 
I'm not betting on this as far as who wins, who doesn't. I'm just going to stick to the over under and go for the points because there's I know there's going to be a ton of points. The other one is Minnesota, Arizona. Like I said before, I expect that game to be a shootout as well. I think Minnesota will play a little bit better than they did last week, but even when they did, they've had 24 points. I, somebody's going to get in the 30s. Someone's going to get in the 20s in this game. I have no doubt about that. And this one is set at 50 and a half over under. I'm hammering another over. In fact, I would be even looking to parlay both those overs. They're both the four o'clock window. So I'm going to be looking to parlay both of those games tomorrow. All right. So yeah. I have, I've, I've got something I can add. Our quarter one parlay of the year. This is our 10 star. Remember those shows? That was always, that was one of the reasons I got in the business because I've got a 10 star play. The, the louder they yelled, <laughs> the more games lost. That's how it works. Yeah. The louder they yelled, the more they lost. Dallas in their last 11 games overall in the first quarter, nine and two under. I mean, over nine and two over. So, Dan, that looks good for you. Indiana in their last 12 games over in the first quarter, 10, one and one. And in their last 12 games uh, at home, uh, Indy is at home. That's 11, 12, 12 games at home in the NFL is a year and a half of football. Right. That's a pretty consistent trend. 10, one and one. Jacksonville at home is even better. One and 11 against the spread. Go Urban. <laughs> Go on, Urban Meyer. <laughs> so I, well, bet, I bet all of those are ready. I, I was just going to say, that's funny, too, because um, right now I was looking at that game just a second ago, and I, I just got caught up on the Cleveland-Houston game because that line just moved. I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but you look at the Jacksonville and Denver game. Denver was favored just by six points when I bet on it. I couldn't believe they were only minus six. There's no reason in the world Denver doesn't win that game by at least two touchdowns. I'm all over Denver winning that game minus six points. That's an absolute joke. That defense... It's going to be one of the top defenses in the NFL all year long. Trevor Lawrence looked like at times against a putrid Houston defense, had error throws. There's going to be plenty of turnovers in this game. The Broncos should dominate this game. Minus six all over it this week. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I'm going to stick with the easy sports data right there. What was Jacksonville? One and 11? One and so 11 against the spread at home. Yeah, yeah so, so I think that's got, I definitely think that's going to be a nice pay right there because I agree with you. I think the Denver is obviously the better team, obviously better on both sides of the ball. And Jacksonville looks like you're just, you know, trying to figure it out. Urban Meyer's not helping this team at all right now. Now, Emily, if Emily's looking at right now, it's all green. Remember, that was your your suggestion that we go back to the colors, Dan. Yeah. Because that's what easy sports data is. It's it's the stuff you learn in, in preschool. It's colors, it's letters, and it's numbers. So the bottom line is, if you can't win with this, don't don't piss on me. Call your school to do it in preschool. <laughs> That's who you need to talk to, your preschool teacher. Because the bottom line is Denver keeps winning in the second half. It keeps being green. I keep betting it. They have covered eight of nine in the second half on, at home. So that's a big one. I mean, Hammer that game in the beginning. Hammer it again in the second half on yeah, Denver. Exactly. Because don't get me wrong. That's an uphill climb, uh, what Urban Meyer's trying to do. I realize he, you know, he's, he's – <laughs> How, he looks like he much, might be out of his element, too. But could you do much better than what he did at Utah, Florida, and Ohio State? You can't, right? It's yeah. not, the only reason he That's didn't... That's why he was asked a question, does he want to go back to USC? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right. And he said, no, thank you. And, and I, I would tend to agree with that. However, boy, if you get USC winning, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You don't ever. You go to the best restaurants in L.A. You never spend money on food. <laughs> you want to buy another drink because they love the Trojans because they remember those years. The Trojans were incredible under Pete yeah. Carroll. Well, that was a incredible. long dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long dynasty. Hey, Chaz, do you have anything on the Patriot-Jets game? Because I'm looking at this thing, and I'm looking at the Patriots minus six, and that's another one where I'm just like, I feel like that's giving me money again, too, minus six on the Patriots there and in New York. All right, so so when I look at that game, it, it, it's all yellows, all yellows. That's all unders. First quarter's under, half one under, under, under. And the reason why it's under is because the Jets don't score, and New England don't give up points. So so the question is though, are the Jets going to be any better with the, the kid quarterback? You know, I don't think so. Not well, li- listen, not this week. The problem is, Makai Becton goes down with injury. They have no offensive line left. The Patriots have everything they need to take away the number one option in Corey Davis. Outside of that, they're still left to be desired. We don't know if James Crowder is even going to be able to play in this game because of a groin issue. Elijah Moore had an underwhelming performance, to say the least. They look like they have no interest in playing Denzel Mims. So offensively, just not a lot of firepower going into this game. Meanwhile, Mac Jones, the rookie of the quarterback of the Patriots, he looked very good to me against a very good defense, the Miami Dolphins. The Jets do not, their defense might be in worse shape than their offense is right now. So minus six, that's why I say minus six for me is is a gimme, is a gimme lock for me this week. I, I know Chris probably well, that, that line's moved, right? That line moved a lot, actually. No, it hasn't moved at all. I mean, that was what it was early in the week. I've been betting well, it all. I've been betting it all week long. Three and a half. Oh, it opened at three and a half. Well, it must have opened at three and a half. But, but, but so when I look know, at these games, I look at them on Wednesday. Right. And as you know, right. those guys that bet a lot of money, we talk about those guys, you know, with the big tickets that have six figures on them. They know when a line's wrong. Yeah. And the difference, right, would, if you, all three of us would agree, I would much rather give three and a half than give six. I mean, it's just really not rocket science. Oh, yeah. But when you're betting big money, you got to make those moves. And that'll move the line quickly because sometimes the books are wrong. But it, 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 the market levels it out fairly quickly. Yeah, no, agree. That, that's why the, the line on the books usually is, you know, right around the right area. But on this one, I think even at six, it's still wrong. Right, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I, you look at a team that lost by the five to Carolina. Colin scored 14 points the entire game. Carolina's defense isn't the Patriots' defense. Talk about Matt Jones looking really quite effective. Sam Darnold looked really effective, and that scares you because Matt Jones is way better than Sam Darnold ever will be. And yeah. I think the, the offense and the coaching overall, you've got a defensive genius in Belichick. you got Josh McDaniels getting this offense back to the good old days of the Patriots. I think this game is going to be a blowout. I love Zach Wilson. I love what the Jets can be. I was not impressed with their coaching staff last week, and I was not impressed with well, because they probably pretty much have attacked with. So I think overall, for me, the Patriots are definitely the play, and I think they're definitely going to score by at least, win by at least a touchdown. Now, on that game, what I look at is it's the lowest under on the board. And I always have told you guys, anybody to listen, I, you know, there's certain times my wife says, your lips are moving again. <laughs> She's not listening to what I'm saying, but she knows I'm talking. Uh, the lowest 
number on the on the board and the highest number for totals on NFL Sunday. The market can't move those numbers that much because they're so high to begin with or they're so low to begin with. This right. is the lowest number on the board. Uh, and when I see all those yellows, that's when I look to, to, to hop on it. And if, if I don't think the Jets are going to score and that New England is going to win by more than seven, I, I'm going to hop on a, a, the favorite and the under, too. Okay. I like that, too. I like that as well. Nice little parlay, same game parlay there. Here's one that I probably would still bet. I'm not going to call it a lock just because these large lines make me feel a little uneasy. However, can't argue with it. Cleveland, this is the line that moved. I bet, I'm thankful I bet on this earlier in the week, but this is the line that moved. Minus 13 and a half now over Houston in Cleveland. Now, I went in, I, when I mentioned this game, we talked about it on the preview on Thursday, Chris. I mentioned that Cleveland's definitely two touchdown favorites in my mind in this game. So I would still be betting on Cleveland here, but it's much, much closer to what I had pinned out in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I think the Cleveland Browns are a two touchdown better team. Clearly, I do worry for fantasy purposes, I mean, not for, for, for betting purposes, that it might not work out that way. Chad has talked about this in other shows before. That fourth quarter, now the last couple, two minutes of a game, all of a sudden things can change real quick, and you go from you're down double digits to you kick a field goal here, or you score a touchdown here, or you get an onside kick, and it gets real close. We saw a 49er Giants and a 49er Detroit game the other week. You know, the 49ers classic, definitely the better team. That was and a they're classic done example, Chris. You're right on there. That was excellent. It really was. That game was over for everything else but the final score. And when you and now that the guys on the air that are announcing the games, they're they're talking about it more. It's kind of comical, but it really is. You're up by 18 in an NFL game. How comfortable are you on that sideline, right? But if you're given 13, <laughs> you're you know they beat you with the touchdown. They don't even need to kick. Here's a line that just moved live. It went from minus three and a half for the Rams to minus four now over the Colts on the road. I'm not betting that game. Staying away from that game. What do you think, Chaz? I know you, you had like, yeah, I knew you had some data on that one, but well, yeah, and you gotta be happy. Well, of course, that, that's what we talked about with week one. What do you do with data for uh for um the Rams and data for Detroit? Because you know they flipped quarterbacks. I don't know how to handle that one. That was very unusual. But have good you gotta feel great for the, the kid from Detroit because you know what? He he was so good in college, he went number one. And then he went to Detroit where people die. People quit. And Chris talked about it, right? The running back, right? They, they quit. I'm quitting. I'm not going to play football. I love football since I was seven years old. But because I, I play for Detroit, I'm quitting. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's got it good for him. And, and the, the big throws he was making yeah, were, were – those are – NFL quarterback that's really, really good. The Rams had to move. When they dominated like that, they had to move up in the odds. I didn't look. I should have looked for the championship. They got to be top of the NFC right now. Oh, the the Rams. Uh, yeah. Well, Tampa Bay is the top top, uh, but right. the Rams are in the mix right there. But they're actually still plus odds at the moment. Well, yeah, and they're going to because, yeah. you know, Tampa Bay is a unique situation. Almost always when a team wins the Super Bowl, their star players take money and go elsewhere. That's usually how and it they, works. And it didn't work that way in Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> I kept everybody. God bless them. Uh, here's another game I'm all over, and it's almost even money, too, which is beautiful. It's at minus 105. Steelers minus six over the Raiders. All over that, too. All over that, too. 
I don't think the Raiders are going to score a whole heck of a lot of points. No Josh Jacobs this week. Receivers less other than Darren Waller. I don't know how they move the ball consistently against the Steelers. And even then, I think the Steelers are competent enough to take away Darren Waller, at least enough to not allow 19 targets his way, the way the Ravens defense did. So between that and the Steelers should have an easier time offensively. I am very confident in betting minus six at minus one Oh five. So almost even money to take the Steelers, the, the home favorite there. Well, you know what? It's funny. You mentioned, I think previously when I was in the green room, I think I was in the green room. I was getting my two be determined because I, as you know, or you may not know because you don't care, but I care. The sports betting logo has been my logo in the past when I've been on your show, but now I'm, I've swapped over to to be determined because really your Sunday is still to be determined. And if you're more of an NFL player, you're giddy with excitement on a Saturday night because you really believe in yourself. You believe in your plays, you believe in your picks, and you got to think that that whole environment with that game. I mean, think about a game where you're shaking hands with guys you used to play with because you won. Now you got to put your helmet back on and go on the field, and it looks like you won again, and then you didn't win, and then it looks like you lost, and then you won. I mean, golly gee, how do you play in Pittsburgh after that? I don't see it. <laughs> Pittsburgh's tough to play in. You know that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when that defense is as vaunted as it is. There's a lot of games I really, really like this week. I'm starting to worry me a little bit because I'm going to have a lot of money out there because there's a lot of games I actually want to bet. Um, yes, one of them... I'm on seven and, and five early games. And you know what? I like when it's like three early games and two late games because yeah. I'm covering. I, if I like a play, I'm covering it. And I, Alabama knocked me out of a six-teamer today. Ah, uh, in the second half for the game, it was the 16. I didn't, the Baylor didn't cover for the first half. They knocked me out of that. Uh, don't get me wrong. If I had in a parlay, I had it straight. So when you go five and one, you're not asking for sympathy. You're just right. saying you were this close to 45. This to close, one. This close to 45. 45 to one is nice. I mean, think about it. That's even more than you get when your birthday pops on a roulette table. I'd be you know? curious to see if there's any data here. Saints minus three and a half and almost even money over the Carolina Panthers at the moment. And that feels very, very good to me. I don't have a lot of upsets this week. I'll say that. I There's a lot of favorites that I like, a lot of points that I like for the favorites. There is literally no team of which I am willing to bet the underdog on this week. Just not. I would maybe give the Cowboys. I have one. I look. have one. What do you I have? have one. You're talking to a guy who bets the best team. Very seldom is the best team getting points, right? Right. Very seldom. It's just very seldom does that happen. Uh, did you were you able to hear that? Yeah, we did. Who's oh, cheering? Uh, that's that's <laughs> Flashcore. Flashcore, and as I mentioned to you guys in the past, is the best soccer site in the history of the world. And so we're trying to get them uh, to work with us on on our soccer show, Soccer Talk with Hector. But um, what what uh, what I was looking at uh, was uh, what game were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about the Saints and the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was looking at, we were talking about. People made fun of this guy because he had five touchdowns with very little passing yards, right? And, yeah, and, uh, you're talking about James Winston. Yeah, yeah five, yeah, right, five right. touchdowns I'm, on 144 right, passing yards. I'm thinking to myself, how many guys get five touchdowns on NFL Sundays, right? And I and, and I don't know what show it was. And, you know, think about it. I get to talk to you two guys every week. I get to talk uh, most weeks to a couple guys on Worldwide Sports Radio Network. 
I get to talk to a, a couple guys on my show, Sports Betting Weekly, and then four more on Saturday. Oh, my God. I say it every week. If the Lord smashes me down dead in my sleep tonight, I am good. I am good. But one of the things we talked about is the maturity level of sitting behind Drew Brees. Drew Brees never beat himself. He never made stupid mistakes. Jamison Winston did nothing but make stupid mistakes because he was trying to be the man. And Drew Brees probably said to him, dude, you can't be the man. There's 11 guys here. You're going to be one of 11 guys because five touchdowns, it shouldn't matter if you got seven yards on offense. Five <laughs> touchdowns is five touchdowns, right? If you Was he the number yep. one quarterback for fantasy? Uh, he was number three. Yeah, so will you take number three if your quarterback was number three every week? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All day long. Yeah, so I like that one. Too. The only game that I would contemplate being the upset, and I, I, I wouldn't bet it myself, but if I really wanted to bet an underdog, the only one that speaks to me would be the Eagles over the 49ers. Oh that line is getting closer I and was, closer. I, I lost my train of thought because the goal scored. Flash scored has this goal thing. You know, if you've ever been to a soccer game, it ain't like a football game. It's totally different than a football. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I mean, they wave these flags that are eight feet long for <laughs> hours and hours. These guys get skinny little legs, but their arms are just cut, you know? But it's the Eagles, I was going to say, because you said, because I, I play the best team, because the best team usually doesn't get points. The Eagles is my team. Oh, my God, we are on a roll tonight. I love it. I love it. And I'll just make one quick mention of the Monday night game, just because it's interesting because Detroit came back from behind a week ago. But uh, Green Bay right now is minus 12 for Detroit. I expect a revenge for Aaron Rodgers. But I am a little bit curious to see if Detroit could come back and cover once again, like they did against San Francisco a week ago. They're in Green Bay this time, though. They're not at home. Yes. Yes. They, at home? they were at home last week, so that could make a big difference. And, and again, the game looked closer than it was. They were saying oh, that the Lions fans hung around because they took the points because they're Lions fans. You can't blame. And I couldn't blame anybody for taking the points in that game. But um, I don't think it's happening twice in a row. I like it. I like it. All right. That's going to wrap it up for the show tonight, guys. Hope you all enjoyed it. Again, make sure you hit the link in the comments on social media at Bellyup MDFF show for the free MDs DFS contest. Remember, if you win, you win one free week of easy sports betting data and become eligible for the championship football giveaway for the month of September. Chris and I will I'll be back actually tomorrow night after the Sunday day games are over to recap those. So check me out. Should be around 9 p.m. Eastern time, somewhere around there. We will go live again on social media. Then we'll be back again the next day. So we can talk about the Sunday night, the Monday night recap, the waiver wire report. And then Chris and I will be back next Thursday at 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And, of course, again on Friday. And then, of course, again, we're back here next week on Saturday at 9.30, five times a week. And we'll be on the Unhinged Radio Network tomorrow from 12 to 1 p.m. Unhingedsn.airtime.pro. Chaz, where can we check you out, man? Always. Last show is at sportsbettingweeklylive.com. You can check me out on Twitter at a second half Chaz. And let's see if anybody could beat Emily, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Emily is the reigning champion. She back is back, back in the DFS tournament today. I already checked. She is, she is back again this week. Guys, we'll see you all soon. Chaz, you always like to say. Always be cashing. Take it easy. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.